is Diagnosis Glaucoma with your hosts, Dr. Mona Colleen and Dr. Harry Quigley. Welcome back to another episode of Diagnosis Glaucoma. Today, we're going to be talking about a very unique topic, which is about how to manage glaucoma through pregnancy. This episode will focus on mothers. If you wanted to hear more about pediatric glaucoma, then please go to episode 21. So, Harry, in your opinion, what kind of advice do you give your patients before they get pregnant? Well, it's very important, as you just said, for them to tell us before they're pregnant. In fact, I teach all of our younger doctors, our residents in ophthalmology, that if you begin the treatment of a patient with glaucoma who's a woman in her childbearing years, the very first appointment and other appointments in the future, you have to make sure that mom understands that the first trimester is when any major difficulties might go on with the interaction between glaucoma, glaucoma medication, and pregnancy. So mom's got to let us know before she stops contraception. And that's unfortunately not what usually happens. Usually a lady will come in to see me and say, oh, guess what? I'm pregnant. And I will ask, well, when is the expected date of confinement? And we'll learn that she's already four months in or five months in. So then in terms of your pregnant patients and trying to get them ready for how to manage their glaucoma, what are some conversations you have with them about medications, lasers, and surgery? First, let's be sure that we know that there has never been a glaucoma medication that has led to a birth defect. Having said that, as all of us know, we try to avoid any medication for a pregnant mom that might even possibly influence the growth and development of her fetus. So we first would like to know, is it possible for us for a glaucoma mom who's pregnant not to have to take any medication at all? And there are two or three ways to go about doing that. Way number one is to stop the eye drops and see if it would be safe enough to go through the pregnancy and through breastfeeding without taking any medication. Now, sometimes that's true. Sometimes there's minimal damage or the mom is being treated as a suspect for glaucoma, and we can go bare for that period of time on medications. And what about laser treatments? Do you recommend those instead of medications? Absolutely. If a mom has not had laser angle treatment for open angle glaucoma, and if she's amenable to doing that, we would almost always offer that as a way to hope that the eye drops could be stopped with the laser treatment having replaced it. And is it safe to have glaucoma surgery in the operating room also in a woman who's pregnant? I think we'd try to avoid any surgery for a woman who's pregnant if we could. And on the other hand, I have had two patients of mine who were pregnant, one of them close to desperately pregnant, but whose glaucoma was so threatening at that time that mom would probably have lost vision if we had waited and not done the surgery. In each case, those were not typical open-angle glaucoma patients. They were people with a special extra condition. But in both cases, the moms went through the surgery under topical anesthesia, meaning just eye drops and drugs on the surface of the eye, we didn't need to give any intravenous medication. And as we said to each of those two ladies, what you're about to go through with the eye surgery is trivial compared to what you're about to do with your delivery. 
So just to reiterate what Harry has said about medications, the data is limited regarding glaucoma medications during pregnancy and breastfeeding. We can give you some general advice about different kinds of eye drops that should be considered. So first of all, carbonic anhydrase inhibitor drops and also prostaglandin analog eye drops should be avoided in the first two trimesters if possible. Alpha agonist eye drops and beta blocker eye drops should be avoided close to delivery if possible. There is a medication called Rho kinase inhibitors. We don't have a lot of data on them right now, but as far as we know, it seems to be okay in all trimesters, but again, we don't have enough information. We recommend that if you're going to continue eye drops during pregnancy and while you're breastfeeding, that you use something called nasolacrimal occlusion, which we discussed in a previous episode on how to put in your eye drops. You want to take just the tip of your finger after you've washed your hands and just hold that right to your tear drainage system, right by your nose. And so that helps to keep the eye drop from going down into your nasal passage and down your throat. It keeps the medication in your eye instead of having it go into your body. There's a diagram that describes how to do nasolacrimal occlusion that's in the textbook, Glaucoma, What Every Patient Should Know, that Dr. Kaleem helped write. If you want to figure out how to do it, it's good to see a picture of that. There's also a great video by our colleague, Dr. Henry Jempel, on how to use eye drops. You can find it on YouTube. Just go to YouTube and type in eye drop use, Wilmer Eye Institute, or Dr. Henry Jempel's name eye drop medication use, any of those terms, and you can find the video easily. So Harry, let's talk about breastfeeding. In terms of, again, medications, laser surgery, are there any contraindications? Well, breast milk contains a lot of things that are in mom's blood. And some of the listeners may have said, well, what's wrong with just putting in an eye drop? That's not going anywhere. But unfortunately, we know that eye drops do go into the nose and they're absorbed from the nasal mucosa, that is the surface on the inside of the nose, which is why certain kinds of drugs are illegally used by snorting them. That means that many of these agents, even though there's only a small amount in each eye drop, can develop a level in the blood that then passes across the uterus and goes to the fetus, goes to the baby. That's why we need to be concerned about this and why nasolacrimal occlusion, pushing on your nose, minimizes how much of that eye drop can possibly get absorbed into the system. Because it doesn't come into the eye and go out into the system so much as it goes through your tear ducts and then into your system. Now, Harry, your daughter-in-law actually does something very unique to help women who are breastfeeding. Can you tell us about that? Well, she's a lactation consultant and sarahquigley.com can be a good resource for people who are having a newborn and mom needs some advice about how to get going with the best thing for the baby, which is to breastfeed and not use formula if possible. And what Sarah tells me is that the vast majority of women really have enjoyed the experience of lactation and breastfeeding, but that it's not easy to start and you can often need a little bit of help with it. But since breast milk could have the drugs in it, we need also to consider that the time when we need to be concerned about glaucoma eye drops and the baby is during the period before there's conception, during the actual pregnancy, and then for the year or so, and many women it's two years, of breastfeeding. 
Do you think that Sarah will mind if we put her contact information on her website? I think she'd be delighted. It's S-A-R-A-H-Q-U-I-G-L-E-Y, sarahquigley.com. If you didn't write that down, then you can go to our website, www.diagnosisglaucoma.com, and we'll also have a link there as well. Actually, during this time when everything's gone virtual, Sarah's been able to do a lot of consults in Zoom or online. And so it doesn't matter if you're not in San Francisco where she lives, you can have a consult with her or with the La Leche League, which is the place that she started. And they will point you to someone who can help you either online or in person once we all get back to seeing each other in person again. I did want to make one additional point, and that is for women who are going through IVF treatment or egg freezing. There are also no restrictions on the use of glaucoma medications, lasers, and surgeries that we know of. So it is safe to go through all of that while you're being treated for glaucoma. I also get asked a bunch, well, if I'm a mom who has glaucoma, how likely is it that my newborn is going to have glaucoma? Now, if in fact this is a mom who had glaucoma in infancy or childhood, then the chance the child is going to be affected may be as high as 10%. And in that case, it's very good to have someone who knows eyes very well, an ophthalmologist or specialist in glaucoma, to examine the baby in the first week or two of life to be sure that there's no sign of active childhood onset glaucoma. For the mom who has open-angle glaucoma and developed it in her 30s or even 40s these days for women having babies later, the chance of open-angle glaucoma developing in the baby in infancy is extremely low. And the last point we should bring up is about delivery. So, Harry, can you make some comments on different kinds of delivery? Boy, we get asked this a bunch, and there is no science that tells us the best answer. Because of the two main ways in which babies come out, one through cesarean section and the other through vaginal delivery, each one of them involves a time when there could be a lot of pushing and exertion. Now, for a woman who's medically treated for glaucoma, that itself is not going to be a big deal. It's a very aerobic experience, but it's over in a brief period of time and there shouldn't be any damage from either cesarean section or vaginal delivery unless mom has already had glaucoma surgery. And that's where the issue comes up. If you've had glaucoma surgery, and we have a podcast about trabeculectomy and one about tube shunt surgery, it'll tell you a little bit more. But each of those has the possibility that sudden, very strong exertional activity could put a lot of stress on the glaucoma surgery. And for that reason, we get asked by OB doctors, well, shouldn't we be doing a cesarean section? Well, yes and no. The vaginal delivery is much better for the baby. And if there's any way at all that we can advocate for the natural way that babies are born, we should be doing that. I can say I have had several women who had had glaucoma surgery who've been through vaginal delivery and did just fine. So I don't think that I would advocate for a cesarean section necessarily. And on the other hand, if that's mom's preference, we don't know anything particularly bad about cesarean section or worse about it if that's what the choice of the doctor and the mom and father are. There are fathers involved in this, by the way. You know, we get left out of the whole thing. I volunteered to do one of the pregnancies of our two children, but somehow I didn't have the equipment. So what advice can you give to the fathers who are listening? 
be a good dad to your kids. I think this was a really good discussion and please check out Sarah Quigley's website and we look forward to you joining us next time. Thank you for joining us. Until next time, your mom says take your drops.